Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I am thrilled today to have connected with another colleague who is really enthusiastic about positive psychology. He gets some of the basic principles that drive this whole movement. I'd like to introduce all of you today to Jim Jubileer. He is an an expert on the subject. He does trainings, he, he speaks, he coaches in both corporate and personal settings, and I am thrilled to have Jim Jubileer here with me today at Live On Purpose Radio. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Dr. Paul. I'm happy to be here. We can have some fun with this topic because we're kind of on the same page with this, that positive psychology has some principles that really empower people to get out of their own way and do just what this show is all about, to live on purpose. Could you share with our listeners first, Jim, just a little bit about why you're so enthusiastic about this topic? Yes, uh, positive. Your, your listeners are here because they believe in the power of the mind and of positive thinking. And we all get exposed to so much negativity. We're actually hardwired to fear. And we have a negativity bias built right into us. And news, entertainment, and politics exist to leverage our fear to capture our time, our attention, our money, and our votes. And Mm. now with social media, it's amplified. So we're drowning in negativity. And the average person just doesn't get the information that now is actually the best time in human history to be alive, just factually. <sighs> so it's, the, it's tainted in the mainstream media and not just yeah, media, it, social in, media too. In every media and in entertainment and certainly in politics, politics uses fear to divide people because We don't take action from our mind. We actually take action from our older reptilian brain that's triggered by fear. So it's a very effective way to get people to act. However, it's not the whole story. And our work, your work and my work, is to educate people that now is the best time in human history to be alive. The future is actually brighter than it appears. And people can do more than they ever thought possible if they set their mind to the, to it and they surround themselves with positive people and positive information. So the results your listeners get will get five years from now is directly related to the five people they most closely surround themselves with today. And what those people's mindset is. So I'm fortunate to be in a group of exponential entrepreneurs who are committed to solving the world's most pressing problems. So I get exposed to information that I don't really hear most elsewhere about innovations that are happening in every type of technology, every industry, every country. 
Let me give you, for example, last week I spoke in Mexico at Monterey Tech. Monterey uh-huh. Tech is like the MIT of Mexico. It's, it's you know, a top tier institution. And they actually have a whole college developed, uh, devoted to positive psychology and leadership. And you can get master's degrees and do internships. They've designed it from the ground up based on the principle of what if, you know, we know mindfulness makes a difference. What if we build a whole academic institution on that? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we have many examples like that here in the United States, but not quite like that. And so you see that innovation is happening all over the world and many things are changing. It's just in the news, you hear about the negatives of change. Right. Can I, can I give you another example? I would love to hear one. As a futurist, one of the uh, areas I'm looking at is the um, um, self-driving cars, what I call the autonomous revolution. Okay. And in your show notes, I'm going to include a link to a folder that has um, in, uh, resources for people to use. So Perfect. You hear that self-driving trucks are going to put truck drivers out of business, out of work. You've heard that. What you haven't haven't heard is as we speak today, there are crops rotting on the ground in Florida because they can't get enough trucks or truck drivers to transport all the goods. So there's a twist to the way things are presented. And this, I'm thinking about what you said, Jim, about fear and playing on, on people's sense of, of scarcity or, or lack. And then we make our decisions based on that when really there is ample evidence that just the opposite is true, that there is an abundance of opportunity and resources and as you said, there's no better time to be alive here on the planet than right now. And the future looks good. Share with us some of what you've learned about that, the, the abundance that exists all around us. What is the evidence that we're in a good place? I want to put a definition to that word because it's an easy, it's a throwaway word. It's easy to just say it. Oh, abundance. Like, you know, that means like feeling happy. And it's actually a technical term in the way I'm using it. And it specifically refers to the appropriate uh, deployment of, of the earth's resources and of human capability to meet every human being on the planet's basic need for food, shelter, well-being and meaning Uh that's what abundance means no one has to go hungry no one has to go without clean water they currently do i'm not saying that we have solved these problems right we are on the path to doing so through the kind of techniques and tools and information that you're sharing on your show so that's what i mean by abundance right the next the next word is exponential Fancy word, what does it mean? If things progress in a linear way, if I take a foot, if I, if I take a step and I go in a linear fashion, 30 steps, one, two, three, four, five, at the end of 30, I'll have gone 30 feet. 
Mm-hmm. Exponential means to double with each step. So the cadence is one, two, four, eight, 16, 32. And at the end of 30 exponential steps, I would have gone a billion feet. Billion with a B. With a B. As in boy. Right. That's the power of exponential. Now, some people will say, yeah, whatever, you know. And if I say, let's say we could wind the clock back 10 years ago. You know, I know some kids, they're working in a bedroom. They have something to do with an app that goes on a phone. And it has something to do with air mattresses. And what the hell are you talking about? And like six or seven years later, the market capitalization of that company is larger than all the hotel chains in the world. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't believe me. But in fact, that's exactly what's happened with Airbnb. Right. Why? Because they follow the principles uh, that I talk about in my workshop that were developed by Peter Diamandis about how when processes get digitized, like the booking of a hotel room, as a for instance, they initially get disruptive, meaning the hype outstrips, outruns the reality. So mm-hmm. there is a thing that's um, uh, full of hype for a while. Then there's a period where they become totally disruptive. And we're seeing that in many, many industries right now. So a lot of disruption. Then over time, what happens is it actually takes less physical goods to provide the service or the benefit. This is called dematerialization. And I have a photograph of me standing in front of everything that's in my phone, but in the year 1980. And it's this mound of, you know, it's a VCR and a boom box and a typewriter and a stack of books. Oh, yeah. All the stuff that our phone has that we carry around in our pocket virtually for free and we hardly even think about it. Right. So that's what's called dematerialization. It takes less physical goods now to provide the same benefits. Another way to say it is we can provide comparable benefits for more people at the same cost. Mm -hmm. And so just in this century, more people have escaped extreme poverty than in the history of humanity up till now. These are very, very significant accomplishments. And I have a high degree of probability you're not going to hear about it on the news tonight. Right. But but it's one of humanity's most significant accomplishments. So this abundance, the way that you've defined it, it's not a, it's, this isn't a touchy feely, oh, everybody just be happy and think positive kind of a thing. That's, that's the trite interpretation of that. You're saying that this is as, as defined by the resources that are available to meet every need that we have. And we're not even starting to tap into everything that is available to us in this this particular definition of abundance. This is a real thing that has been demonstrated. Uh, the example that you gave with the the smartphone, you know, this thing that'll fit in your pocket used to take up a couple of rooms to fill. When when I say that. Um 
now's the best time in human history to be alive. Longevity is increasing dramatically. People are living longer. Yes. So in preparation for my talk in Mexico, I looked up longevity trends in Mexico. Just during my lifetime, my lifetime, the average lifespan of someone living in Mexico has increased by 40%. Just wow. in my lifetime, 40%. Now, when a person goes from living 57 years to 76 years, it's in their peak creative, earning, economic, artistic years. And the amount that a person can contribute to society is massive. Right. And so we're seeing this. And now it's true that we are living longer and, an, you know, a silver and age wave is coming through. There are pros and cons to all these trends. But the heart of my work is for creative problem solvers that want to adopt an exponential mindset. When you study the long arc of human progress, the problem that bothers you, the one for which you would like to see a solution, now looks more solvable. Because right. I encourage people to be bold and courageous in the pursuit of their dreams. Mm. And it's Love not, it. like you said, it's not airy-fairy, Pollyanna-ish. It's based on the actual facts of reality and the history of human progress through time. Right. And when you understand that, can learn about it, and can capitalize on it, you really can accomplish more than you thought possible. Hmm. That gets me excited. And I think uh, if you're with me, and, and you are, if you're listening to this podcast, that creates some possibilities too. As we come back from this break, we'll dig into some of the practical things that we can actually do to tap into this exponential mindset. This is Jim Jubilee at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach dot com forward slash webinar. And we're back. Jim Jubilee here at Live On Purpose Radio today. Jim, I love this concept of taking something that a lot of us as speakers or trainers or psychologists uh, like myself, we get excited about these concepts because they feel good. You're bringing another element to this that I think is so crucial to understand that there is hard evidence and data supporting this idea of abundance and, and the way you set it up as exponential, uh, the exponential mindset. 
and and it starts to open up possibilities. We start to see that there is more that's possible. I had to share with you real quick. I had a chance to listen to Dr. Robert Ballard. He is the captain of the Nautilus, which is an exploratory ship, and they're doing some deep sea exploration. And as as he was giving his address, he mentioned one element of this abundance, which is our seas. The, the vast majority of the Earth's surface is covered by oceans, water, seas. And we have not even started to tap into all of the vast resources that are available there. And it just opened my mind up to where else can we find some of this abundance? So that's what you've got me thinking about, Jim. Yeah. Well, my, my teacher, my mentor, Peter Diamandis, is mining minerals on asteroids. So Ballard's going under the water, Peter's going into space. Yeah. Peter also runs the Human Longevity Institute, which is designed to create, you know, it's one of the inst- institutes that's in the wellness and longevity movement. So there's mm. a whole bunch of awesome stuff out there. Oh, in yeah. terms of being practical for your listeners, it's it's so important to reiterate the concept that we are drowning in negative news. So so we just need to begin with recognizing the scope of the problem. Everywhere we're going to go, we're going to be hit with noise, the constant noise network and the fear, obstruction and xenophobia network, CNN, FOX. <laughs> and it's everywhere. So we see that. Um, we need to replace that information in our mind with positive information. And many of your listeners may be familiar with the concept of positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. What a positive affirmation is, is a statement that you tell yourself. You're basically painting a positive message on the screen through which your mind sees everything. And the beauty of this technique and this way of thinking is that screen through which your mind views the world can't tell whether it's stuff that's from the external world or internally produced. Right. So I'm a big uh, skiing fan, and some of your listeners may know who Michaela Schifrin is or Lindsey Vaughn or Bodie Miller, any of those skiers. Mm-hmm. When you see them at the top of the slope, their eyes are closed and their hands are moving and they're just kind of moving through space. What are they doing? They're actually skiing the course. They've Mm -hmm. skied it in their mind a thousand times, and it's literally imprinting neural pathways through their brain and into their limbic system so that they can ski better. Mm -hmm. So I figure if it works for Lindsey Vaughn and Michaela Schifrin, maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. Um, Although the truth is I was exposed to these tools 30 years ago, so I've been doing them before they were even born, but that's another matter. (laughs) So. Positive affirmations are a way of saying, what do I say to myself when I'm speaking to myself? And we state positive outcomes that we want to create in the future, but we state them in the present tense today so that that part of our brain that's always looking for cues from the environment says, oh, today I'm successful. Our logical Mm -hmm. brain says, Tomorrow, I'll be successful when I get the proposal or when I get the boyfriend or when I get the check, whatever the material thing is. But if we state it as I am successful today, we're more likely to take successful actions that lead to the outcome that we want. 
Uh-huh. So the framing is be, do, have, meaning we need to be in the right state through the positive affirmations, do the correct actions, and then we will accomplish the outcomes we want and have what we want. Right. The typical Western materialistic mindset says, do, have, be. You know, I got to work hard to get the promotion, to get the money, then I'll be happy. Right. Or even have to be where if I only had the money, then I would do what is required. Exactly. So we flip that. So the, the simple frame is be, then do in order to have. And the positive affirmations help us create that positive state of being. It really is a choice, don't you think, Jim? Yes. Well, yes and no. Let me let me tell you why I said that. It, it's a great point you made. Yeah, please. So many of your listeners may be familiar with the idea of a growth mindset. <laughs> and it's a term that's thrown around loosely. I want to put a little bit more information on that. Mindset is both fixed and situational. So what I mean by that is some people are just pessimists. You know, maybe it's hardwiring, maybe it's psychology. They're not going to change. It is what it is. Most of us, though, are somewhere in the middle. So in some situations, we can be positive-oriented and in some negative-oriented. This show happens to be recorded right near one of our major holidays. Lots of people are going home to be with their family. And sometimes we get into more of our, you know, dysfunctional behavior in certain situations that we don't you know, in other situations. Right. So moving on, a growth mindset, a fixed mindset believes that success is based on talent and intelligence, which is innate. In other words, it's fixed. Mm -hmm. And so your worth, think of it as your net worth is based on what you can prove. The fixed Mm -hmm. mindset is always focused on proving. The growth mindset believes that progress is possible. So they're always focused on improving. Mm -hmm. Now, to make it more specific, a fixed mindset says, why is this happening to me? A growth mindset says, what can I learn from this situation? Right. So the key here is the positive affirmations stated in the present tense about a future outcome you want coupled with better questions. So the question is simply, why is this happening? What can I learn from this situation instead of why is this happening to me? Right. So we can all adopt more growth mindset techniques. Even if we are more prone to a fixed mindset, you can still apply the growth mindset techniques. And then, of course, most of your show listeners know all this already. They're eating it up. They're eager to apply the growth mindset techniques. Yeah. And that's why I say you can do more than you thought possible when you apply these techniques and surround yourself with positive people and get positive information. Jim, you said earlier that you've been practicing this since before uh, Lindsey Vaughn was even born. Um, You've learned from your own experience that this actually works. Am I safe in saying that? Yes. 
I want to emphasize that just for a moment, or at least visit that, because sometimes as I'm having these interviews on the show and I bring in successful, amazing people like Jim Jubileer, and it's easy to detach sometimes as a listener from that and say, well, you know, Jim's this expert who's got it all together and he's lucky to be where he is. When really you've applied these principles in your own life and that's why you know that they work. What would you like to share about that? I'm just like everybody else. This didn't apply to me. Yeah, yeah, that's for the other guy. Uh, You know, I've been a big fan of motivational stuff for a long time. I've had a successful career. Uh, I wasn't famous. I wasn't a millionaire, but I did good by American standards. But I I maybe wasn't fully um, enlivened. I wasn't fully happy. And the recession came along. And I lost my job and my industry kind of went away. And I had a couple of years of hard employment. I mean, it was scary. Um, you know, middle-aged guy, industry's gone away. What's going to be next? And through a lot of hard work and perseverance, I landed in creating my business coaching company. And it's doing very well now. But I wouldn't have gotten here without a lot of pain and a lot of hard work and a lot of, you know, risk and sleepless nights. So it's not a smooth path, and it's not a path for the faint of heart. But at the same time, anybody who chooses to hope or dream or wish for a better future and is willing to take steps, it's about taking the steps. So I I chose six years ago to spend a really significant amount of money to undertake a 25-year program of study with Peter Diamandis to really learn these exponential principles. Yeah. And the first year I went into that room, I had no business being there. It's what my mind said. Right. That was the old story. Old story, comparing myself to others. We all know that. that, We know that and we all do that. We're familiar with it. Yep. Over time, just the more you get around people who are reflecting your values and beliefs, the more you can strengthen your own values and beliefs and grow from there. So it really takes time, money, effort, and trust. That's the key word now. Trust the process. So one of the affirmations that I give my clients or, you know, I offer it, they have to own it, is plan the work. I'm a strategic planning coach. I implement the scaling up or the Gazelle's Rockefeller Habits coaching framework that's a proven method for middle market growth companies. So we plan the work. We work the plan. We have a rigorous and structured implementation and execution discipline Mm -hmm. that ensures that people are doing the right things in the right way and the right seats at the right time. Plan the work, work the plan, and trust the process. Yeah, Because sometimes you will have evidence to the contrary. You will have setbacks. You will have doubt. You will have fear. You will have enemies. All of those things will happen. And you need to trust the process to keep going. There's a lot of noise out there that can take us off off kilter, uh, get us going in the wrong direction. I think you've really illuminated, Jim, some of the things that are possible today. Now, you've got some resources available. Uh, that you could share with people. Uh, I know that you're the head of the 
the Jubilee Results Group. Uh, that's this consulting firm that you've created. You offer speaking and training and there's a magazine and a book and other things. How can people best connect with you, Jim? The beauty of my last name is you can misspell it every which way you can imagine. And Google's still going to point you to me. Because ah, it's not Jim, easy to spell. Right. It's easy to misspell. Jim Jubilee, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. But more importantly, there'll be a link to a dedicated landing page in your show notes. Yes. So people can just click in and there are some specifically curated resources I've put there for your listeners. Oh, wonderful. We'll have that link in our description. And uh, if you want to really try to find the website, jubileerresultsgroup.com. Exactly. And uh, Jubileer is spelled J-U-B-I-L-I-R-E-R. Did I get exactly. it right? Exactly. So even if you misspell a Jubilee Results Group, I'll pop up because there's only one of us. You're going to find him. Jim, thank you so much for your contributions today on the show. Thank you. And best of luck to you, Dr. Paul, and all your show listeners. You guys have heard it now from Jim Jubilee and uh, maybe hoping, helping to expand that exponential mindset for all of us. It's time now for us to go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.